When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to the Hotbed, Episode Five: Sweat. Wobble and Roll. I'm Lisa Williams. I'm Anarchy Somerville. And this is Jada Cesar. Hello. Hi. So welcome to the Hotbed Collective, Jada. Oh, thank you for having me. Jada's the latest uh, member of the Hotbed Collective because this series, uh, you may have noticed, we are rotating sugar babe style whilst Ms. Cherry Healy <laughs> um, dominates factories inside the factory keeping her very busy as is what's her new show called sunday live sunday live that's it yeah tune in on bbc one um every, 10 o'clock at 10 o'clock there we go agent anarchy on the case um <laughs> that's my little sideline this episode we are going to be talking about body confidence again we talked about it in our first series mm, that's right and we're going to come back to it probably every series because it's so important to you to the people listening um i'm guessing it's important we did a survey i don't know if you know about this jada but we did a survey of our readers um when we started about a year ago and we asked them what barriers there were to them having the sex life they wanted. And I always say this, but I assumed it would be birth injury because a lot of our readers then were our parents. Um, and actually it was body confidence. And that can be part of birth injury, but it was really just because they just feel so rubbish about themselves that they don't feel happy enough in the bedroom. Um, and it just has a bit of a knock-on effect. So it's something that we will keep talking about and keep trying to find solutions and and uh, keep hearing different opinions on the topic until we all feel as brilliant as Sophia Loren, who's our like body image guru. Um, So Jada is joining us because not only is she a plus size model or just a model, actually, let's just call you a model, shall we? Yeah. And a mental health campaigner. But she got our attention, didn't she, Anarchy, earlier this year at the London Marathon? Yeah, I thought that was incredible. Um, I mean, I didn't see you in person, um, but even to attempt doing the marathon is one thing. Um, but to do it in your underwear as well, um, it was just amazing. And I just I found it really inspiring because I mean I run as well, and I do love running. Um, but it took me a long time to get my head around the idea that runners could be any size. Um, and certainly, I think it's just starting to change mm. now that you're sort of seeing people different sizes, different shapes. And I also really believe that running is super good for your health, like mental health. So I know from my own perspective that if I'm feeling stressed or I'm just too much in my head, like sweating about stuff, going for a run just clears it. 
totally. Mm. Can I just interrupt and just introduce the fourth member of the collective in this room, and that's Baby Joe, my baby, who should be keeping quiet uh, because he's very good. He is. He's been asked to write a TED talk, which is cool. So he's working on that at the moment. Oh, writer's block. Sorry to interrupt. So Jada, I want to hear all about it. So just to recap, Jada did the London Marathon with the writer Bryony Gordon. They both did it in pants and bras and trainers. Yep. Um, why? Oh, it all happened really accidentally, to be honest. Mm. Um, met Bryony Gordon. We were both really, really lucky to have been invited on a trip with Lululemon. Really randomly, actually. I just got an inbox on my Instagram and um, they said, would you like to come along on this little retreat we're hosting? Um and had no other information. So Lululemon's my favourite leggings brand. Um, yeah. We're always looking for sponsors desperately, aren't oh, we? we? Love Lululemon. <laughs> love Lululemon. Hashtag Lululemon. Why don't they have their slogan? We should know what their slogan is. <laughs> <laughs> so we got in- invited on this event and we both showed up the day that we were leaving for it with a massive coach outside one of their stores in London. And um, I was walking around the store and they told us we could take whatever we wanted so that we could be prepared for this trip. So the first thing I do is walk over to the the bra section because I'm like, this is the struggle of my life. Are they going to cater for my big boobs? And I look over there and this woman's standing next to me, Bryony, and she's looking at the table and there was this one bra left. We're like, you can have it. She's like, no, you have it. We're like. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, but you know... You go on, you you can go for it, it's fine. Like you were here first and we just started talking and she was like, Oh yeah, well I ran the marathon last year and blah 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 and I was like, wait, wait, hold up. So you ran a marathon, you ran that that distance. Just like did you lose loads of weight? Mm. Did you go on a mega diet or anything? She said, Nope. Just trained for it and did it. And I was like, Wow, you know, one day I'd love to run a marathon. In my mind, I didn't really have a clue how far a marathon actually was. Mm. I wasn't really a runner at all. And um, she was like, okay, I'll sign you up. And I was like, <laughs> what? So this was within five minutes of meeting her where you're arguing over the same bra. Well, you're not arguing, but you know. Yeah, <laughs> discussing big bras, yeah. Deciding to cut it up and take one cup each. Exactly. And why did you decide to do it in your underwear? 
So that came about as most of mine and Bryony's conversations randomly. And we were on a run. I think we were in the Peak District doing a jog. And she said to me, so when we run this marathon, you know, like fitness clothes, they're really actually quite flattering. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. Um, you know, I'm all sucked in. She's like, yeah, but what if we did it in our underwear to like really prove a point? And I'm like, I do a lot of lingerie modeling. And I was like, yeah, you know what, why not? Why not? And then I'm thinking, okay, I'm used to being in a studio or I'm used to being, you know, with like a small group around me. I'm not used to being half yeah. naked around in the middle of London. What? With all the people <laughs> of the world looking at you. Unlike me mm. and Anarchy, who regularly go around the Tower of London <laughs> in our aunties. <laughs> it's the most liberating feeling though. When we was there, it, yeah. yeah it, after that, we were like, okay, now the next thing that we need to really consider, chafing. Presumably because you've got bits of you rubbing together. Because if you were covered up, those bits wouldn't be... A lot of together, bits. They? Yeah, I was trying to think, like thighs and... Oh, yeah, you, you chafe in places that you didn't even realise existed. So you've got, like, under your armpits, your nipples, your, like, you know, the middle of your thighs. You've even got, like, your back fat. Like, I was chafing all over. And then we managed to find this great product because, you know, we were on this exploration to never chafe and never have any rashes or burns. And we've slept on, like, Vaseline and all kinds of product but we found the best one which was body glide which is like changed our lives and we actually didn't really chafe that much from the marathon after that um if body glide want to sponsor the hotbed uh, it's another thing we're really keen on and we love body glide don't we Anarchy? we do but that does sound a bit like a lube as well is it a lube <laughs> yeah what's the difference <laughs> oh it's it's not well i had one that was you come the ones that i have are like a cream format or like a roll-on deodorant stick type thing mm. um but i mean if they want to do it in lube like why not <laughs> the whole range yeah business advice for them so i saw on Bryony's instagram that she missed a tiny bit and that was between her probably her, the side boob or her side and her arm one of her arms so she just had a tiny little bit of chafing and I was so impressed that she managed to like body glide herself up so much that that was the only bit of chafing she had oh yeah and the moments where we were chafing were like in on we'd step off the course a little bit and then we'd like open our legs wide open and like really get in there rubbing our thighs um and people would just look at us like what the hell is going on but we were like we're not risking it it's too hot Mm -hmm. so we'd be rubbing our bodies and all this body glide and then I'd go in my backpack and take a snack out because the other thing that got me through the marathon was having a rucksack full of snacks yeah I heard Mm. it's like the best time to eat jelly babies yeah well I can't personally eat the jelly babies I had like sausage rolls and donuts and croissants like I needed substantial food but yeah I mean people love the jelly babies or the little jelly energy gels that you can take so it sounds like you were kind of it just sort of went from one thing to another rather than you setting out to do to sort of make a statement is that right yeah I, I don't think we really had expected the momentum it had brought and the exposure that we got from it it was really just oh you know let's take on a challenge and I always believe that everything is in your mind, like your mindset, your strength, and it, it all starts in your head as a thought. And then to actually go and do it is is what you tell yourself you can do. And, you know, the limits that we have generally start in our mind. So I had quite a good, strong belief that I could get to the end. I was like, as long as I think I can, surely my body will take me there. Um, but as I was training, I realised that actually your body does need a little bit of training at least. And what were the reactions as you went round? Like were people like doing like a bit of a double take kind of cartoon style, <laughs> eyes popping or how did it feel? Um, yeah, it was really overwhelming. I, and 
yeah, we had people that were coming up to us going, you're the girls of the telly. Because to mention we did, um, we went on Good Morning Britain in our underwear just before the run. And we had Ben Shepherd giving us this, this look that was all over like the Daily Mail and stuff like, two women in their underwear um, on, on like morning TV and um, everyone was like oh you're the girls of the telly and it was very overwhelming and more than any time it was like mile 21 I'd say where we really needed that push and the crowd were phenomenal just really encouraging no one said anything that was inappropriate or really body shaming everyone was like wow and even even t- like today i got an inbox saying you know what I've gone and signed up for a run and I'm gonna and I'm not ashamed to do it in my shorts and a little sports bra. Seeing you and Bryony run the London Marathon was one of the most life-affirming encouraging things I've seen because I just loved seeing two women normal shaped in their underwear. You didn't have to be in your underwear from my point of view it was more just that you were so brave about it that I really liked um and doing the London Marathon which to me is sort of out of my limits and I like the idea of seeing you thinking you don't need to be built like an athlete to do the London Marathon it is achievable you can raise money for charity and take part of this take part in a kind of historic occasion um and I just you also looked like you were having loads and loads of fun Mm. and surely that wasn't just the sausage rolls (laughs) <laughs> definitely helped um we also had a boom box for, we had a Beyonce hour so when times got tough I just put on the speaker but I, I call these things brain hijacking because my body isn't Mo Farah's unfortunately and I did not get to the end because I'm super fit and we trained like for like an Iron Man or anything you know our training regime wasn't that strict um the idea, every run that I did, I made sure I had fun with it so that I could have a positive association with every run I did. Because the one thing I didn't want to do was hate it. Mm. And, and, you know, when you go to the gym and you hate mm. being there. Um, I mean, there's don't get me wrong. I got back from Australia and the first run I did in London was in minus one. And I was like, why am I out here? But it was with a group of people that I was chatting with and having a laugh with. And by mm. the end of it, I was like, wow, I feel so exhilarated. Um, but I didn't want to resent putting my body through something and be like, yeah, I'm happy it's done, but I don't ever want to think about it again. I want to hide in a cave. Mm-hmm. So we made sure we had things that, you know, you just brain hijacking tips. So I'd listen to podcasts. I would listen to um, music from time to time. But there was no one thing that I stuck to that I had mm. to do. Like if one day I was tired and I wanted to go home early, I'd go home early. Mm-hmm. If I mm-hmm. said, you know, we could push ourselves. Let's go for another mile. We mm-hmm. did the extra mile. Mm. And it's those things that, give you that confidence Mm -mm. because if you're having fun with it you want to do it again so I felt like that was the trick that we had going throughout the whole time it was like let's not hate this journey let's enjoy it Anki are you Mm. feeling inspired are you and I going to run the London Marathon in a crotchless sailor suit next year yeah I don't know I I do feel like I'd like to do the marathon once and I've had a couple of friends who've done it um and I think I, I do think like running is changing a bit because I, I think I always thought it's for certain types of people. And mm. it's funny, actually, because a lot of mums get into running post kids. And I have quite a few friends who are very, very competitive. So they would be all about the time. 
and we do park run usually on a Saturday morning and they're they're really obsessed with getting you know quicker and quicker all the time and I've always been quite a slow runner and I you know I love to get a podcast on and I mm. run um, and I'm probably more of a plodder you know mm, like me <laughs> yeah exactly and I sort of and, and, and I've never really been very speedy and it's funny actually because I don't know if you have this but sometimes I have the illusion that I'm sprinting mm. so at the end of park run after the 5k you're, you're, you sort of people sprint towards the end and I am really I'm, I, I think god I'm really going for it now but actually I'm pretty sure that I'm still pretty much <laughs> going sort oh, of plodding yeah. at a slow pace going backwards um but I, I mean, I love the idea of it. And I, I think especially because I'm a bit older as well, I like the idea of I, there's quite a lot of people in their 40s who get into running in 50s. And there isn't really an age limit. Like, you know, when you go to park run, you see people who are in their 80s who are running. And I just think, God, it, that that is really cool to me, that there is a kind of exercise that you can do, which is quite inclusive, mm. age-wise and size-wise. Yeah, and by inclusive age-wise, when I've done park run, I'm always overtaken by like seven-year-old boys or seven-year-old girls or whatever. Or 70-year-old men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember at the marathon, we were overtaken by somebody dressed as the beast and beauty had already gone ahead of us at like mile two or something. And would you recommend doing the marathon? absolutely everyone I speak to that's like I can't believe you've done it I could never do it I'm like yes you could strip away all the like the ego or the timing or all of that and just do it do it for the the self-confidence the achievement now we are a uh, sex and relationships uh, podcast so I have to ask you what do you think the relation is between like well-being and sport and kind of exercise with how you feel your sexuality and uh, body confidence with regards to like sex and uh, related um, the related oh, arena yeah. well there's a huge correlation I remember when I broke up with my boyfriend and I had this m- horrible anxiety and my friend introduced me to hot yoga and I remember I went to this one class where I left looking like a hot mess my hair was dripping like you sweat so much that it looks like you've had a shower you could wring out your co- your activewear and I left and I walked through the doors on the way out and I had just never felt sexier in my life and more empowered and strong and fierce. And like, I can just do everything right now. And it was just, I, I guess it obviously releases endorphins and hormones and, and all this great stuff. And I think because you feel better about yourself, you've done something active, you want to bring that into the bedroom and you want to mm. bring that energy in front of you know other people and your partner and, and yeah. I agree. I think it's so important. I wanted to give a bit of a shout out to This Girl Can, which is a campaign. Have you guys come across it? It's um, Sport England with the National Lottery. And Mm -hmm. it is the most amazing, like, body positive campaign to get women and girls into sport. Have you guys seen the advert? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Isn't it amazing? I think, again, like, the... There must be something about it because I get a similar feeling when I see their... Like, they've got a kind of two-minute trail, which is... A, a kind of compilation of lots of different clips of women in sport and they're sweating and they're wobbling and they're mm. smiling and they're having a great time doing a variety of sport and exercise and it gives me that same feeling of just like yeah like fills mm. me with energy and mm. like a good positive feeling I can kind of relate to it because I had this strange sort of relationship with sport myself in that I was overweight as a, as a kid I was quite overweight for probably three or four years of my life and then I was kind of forced into getting into sport because I went to go and live in an environment where everyone was doing sport because my, my dad was in Africa. So basically everybody swam every day. And if they weren't swimming, they were playing tennis. And if they weren't playing tennis, mm. they were doing um, hockey or whatever. But it was just a real sport culture. And I think 
the transformation that I went through um, in the three years that I lived there, which was basically going from a little dumpy kid who had very sort of low self-esteem into a kid who could swim, um, it kind of convinced me that sport really, you can do anything really. And I never, I mean, I started off literally not being able to get into a swimming pool without mm. the instructor had to come in with me because mm. I was too scared of water. I'd grown up in South London where we didn't have any swimming lessons mm. at all. And within three months, I was kind of swimming in a swimming club. And within six months, I was sort of doing that every day. Mm. And by the time I left, swimming was my thing. And even now, like, I still think swimming's my thing, like, probably more than anything else. And it didn't, I mean, it, it transformed my body, but it wasn't just that. It was just that I'd always thought that sport wasn't for me. Mm. I thought, I'm the fat kid. I've got no athletic kind of skills at all. Mm. Always last to be picked for every team. And finally... I've discovered that if you, and I think this is kind of true, if you discover the thing, whatever that thing is, might be dancing, might be hot yoga, might be swimming, there is something that you can be good at. Mm. I'm pretty sure I don't, you know, I don't believe that everyone is complete crap at sport. No. You know, I think you'll find something. And even if you're not, like, you don't become an Olympian, a champion, at least you can see, you will see progress yeah. at some point. And it's knowing that, oh, actually, okay, I'm not the best at it, or this is still hard. Actually, I can put, I can get in a downward dog a bit quicker, or my core has gotten a bit stronger, and yeah. it's that little things that give you that confidence. I think. Mm-hmm. I I think Sport England did when they launched. Well, when this girl can launch, they did a bit of a. They did sort of some research to see like what what should we do, what direction should our campaign take, and they found that girls were disencouraged from doing sport because they were worried a about what they might look like, b because they didn't think they were going to do very well. So that would put them off at the beginning because, you know, I guess it's like goes back to that school thing where you you don't want to be the last to be picked on the team. Hello, that was always me. Um, but the mums, so this is quite relevant to some of our listeners, mums felt that doing sport or exercise was, was, might be seen as being a bit selfish because any spare time they felt should be spent with their children. I wonder how many of our readers, sort of listeners might relate to that. I definitely do. And I've had to basically timetable into my week when to do like five ten minutes of yoga are there a, a lot of good classes where mums can take babies like that mummy yoga or the swimming sessions or are they just not the mm. same yeah it depends though as i've as we can witness from baby joe being present at hotbed recordings it's sometimes difficult when they get a bit older to do sport with them on the sidelines when they're like really little they just sort of give them some milk and they'll pass out but like it's it gets a bit tricky when they're a bit more mobile but there are things like Framed, you know, frame the gym. So they do a kind of home exercise video courses. They they bring like yeah, you can bring your kid, but that's obviously only in like in London at the moment. Um, our friend Gemma, who does um, Gemma's Health Hub, she mm. does this really cool live at five in the morning, where she does like a five minute workout at seven a.m. every morning, just to kind of get people moving. I would kind of argue that actually, because you know, whether you're a parent or whatever stress you've got on, if when I was running, I've sort of stopped running now, but. When, when I was, I think I was a better mum because I had more patience because yeah. I can get really ratty. So like, can I. Really ratty. And um, even if I hadn't had any sleep, actually, if I could do a, a short run, it would kind of, it would give me those endorphins that I needed. Yeah. And I would argue that the time I spent away from Ray was beneficial because totally. you can be with them all the time and be an absolute witch. Mm. And I just don't see any point. Mm. Like yeah. basically the fact that you're with them and you're just snapping and you're fed up and you don't feel satisfied. Mm. So I think 
getting out and doing a bit of a run or a swim. Yeah, I remember listening to, I think it was one of Oprah's podcasts or something, and she was saying, doing stuff for yourself isn't selfish, it's self-full. And so when you're full and your cup is overspilling, then you yeah. can give to other people. And I think yeah. Jada Pinkett also said a really good quote or and had a good interview about that as well. So yeah. true. It benefits the whole family. So do some sport, do some exercise, even if it is like five minutes, even if you're not very good, it's better than... I did see a, a mum once near me and she'd put a sort of a baby Joe's age in the middle of the field yeah. on a blanket and she was just running circuits around him. Oh, wow, I love um, it. And I thought, why not? Why like, Actually, why not? So not. she couldn't obviously get any childcare, but she was like, I need yeah, to get out. Good plan. And so he's going to just lie there, he's going to look at the sky, and I'm going to run around 10 times. Why do we think women lose their body confidence? At what point do you think it happens? Um, oh, it's really sad, because I actually think that um, it happens earlier and earlier because I think, you know, I've got a daughter who's four and um, she's now at this, she's at the stage where she'll happily walk around naked and she's quite unaware of her, you know, her, her body in terms of how other people see it. But I've seen at her school that the kind of girls are probably two years older, two or three years older, are already sort of showing signs that they're quite aware of, of their bodies in terms of the way they dress and they move. It's even things like sort of, you know, when you sit down, pulling down your skirts and no one sees your pants. I mean, now Ray will sit up quite happily with her pants on display. Yeah, I love that. Like, um, the kind of, yeah, <laughs> man And if she spreading. goes around to a friend's house, she will take her clothes off if it's hot and run around the garden. And that would be with boys or girls. And, and it, it ends really quickly. And it's, it's really bittersweet because when you're a mum and you sort of look at it and you think, oh, I just wish you could stay like that forever. I just wish that you could be... Very happy. Her body, the way that she sees it is that she can do cartwheels, she can do handstands. She feels good about her body. Her body is strong. What she isn't doing is that horrible thing where you're looking down and you're criti critiquing it, you know. So she's, but that will come. And that's the, that's the challenge. And I guess it's when all those outside pressures, the, the mm. media you know, magazines, advertising, and other kids. And other women, I have to And say. other women. So I go away every year with my friends uh, I used to work with, and we used to go to festivals. We're not cool enough anymore. So we hire houses, and the groups got bigger and bigger as people have found partners and um, had children. And so there was a load of us this year all away in this lovely big house with a lovely garden. And we decided to play rounders, and it was a beautiful day. And I was wearing a short kind of beach wrap and a uh, swimming costume. And as I ran around um, trying to get a rounder, well, trying um, being the operative word, my thighs were like really like slapping together in that kind of wobbly slap kind of way. And it made me feel really self-conscious. And I was also thinking I'm really like probably exposing too much thigh, bit of um, side boob, a uh, bit of side butt. It's probably just a bit of a spectacle. And also, I'm not very good at rounders. I'm not very good at competitive sport. And I still have that kind of like school girl in me where I sort of want to be good at something or I think it's not worth playing. And I really had to have a word with myself where I was like, no, just have fun because rounders is fun and you want to play rounders. But also there are children around and it's really important that you show them that you don't have to be really good to like play rounders and that you don't have to look sporty. Just, I guess, like you running the marathon. It was just like, do it because it's fun. And it was so fun and it was the highlight of the week. But it really has stuck in my head of like this moment where I could have dropped out and I didn't. But actually, maybe years ago, I sort of would have done. And I think that's often what happens to kids is that they get to that point where they get self-conscious about their body 
and they get self-conscious about not being the best at something and then they think I don't really want to do it which is really sad isn't it yeah and then they get stuck in a rut and taking that first step becomes further and further away and scarier and scarier Despite coming across as very body confident, do you ever have days where you feel a bit crappy as well? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Every, I, I haven't worked out in a while now because I haven't been very well. And I'm eager, I'm itching to go back to yoga because now I've made that association in my brain that actually yoga makes me feel good. Whereas before I'd be like, meh, yoga. I only ever went to like my local gym's yoga session, which was more of like a fitness yoga. It wasn't like a proper yoga studio. And I'd just be like, I can't do it. But now I know that yoga makes me actually feel great and I don't have to exert too much energy if I don't want to. You can go at your own pace and take your time. I'm like, I need that in my life because right now my body is craving it. But before I never would know what, how, how to make myself feel better. Yeah. So it's those days before when I didn't know how to, where you could easily spiral into a rut and like look at things on, you know, Instagram that can then make you feel worse and even to this day, sometimes I'll be flicking through Instagram and be like, okay, I need to stop. I need to put it down. Yeah. And I need to go out and I need to get some fresh air and read a book or speak to my friends that make me laugh or get some hugs from my little niece. Yeah. Because sometimes it can, all these toxic things can get to you. And But there's a pattern to it and you have to notice how you got there, I think. Yeah. I definitely notice, so having had a baby seven months ago, I... I, I'm quite good at talking myself into the whole, it doesn't matter, you'll get your figure back when the time is right because all that's important now is, you know, I've been working on strength and like rehabilitation rather than like losing weight. And um, a friend of mine who is the mummycoach.co.uk on Instagram is really good at basically, I mean, she's super strong and super sporty and a personal trainer, but she's really good at flagging up things like in the Daily Mail that say... Um, you know, bounce back, this person's bounced back really quickly and whatever. And she always points out stuff like, just because you've lost weight, it doesn't mean that you're strong on the inside and you need to kind of build yourself back up after pregnancy and birth. So I follow accounts like hers, which make me feel really good. But then, like you say, sometimes you just come across a picture of someone on Instagram and I'm like, they've had a baby much more recently than me and they have lost their weight. And I can immediately think, oh, I immediately compare myself and think, Ah, uh, you know, why have I not managed, you know, and it just does make you feel a bit doom and gloomy and do you unfollow or do you not unfollow? A bit your your advice is just to get Yeah, out of that and space. I think actually Instagram now you can mute things that you don't want. You don't have to necessarily unfollow people, you can just mute them. Yeah. But when I I mean I haven't had any kids yet, but losing the baby weight, I think it's like that's a huge pressure to put on yourself after you've just had yeah. babies. Like, why is that even a thing? I think it's just you go through such a transformation in terms of the pregnancy and you forget what your old body is like. And then it just seems like this weird race. I don't know. It's really mm. odd. But you it's a bit depressing because your, your clothes change and you have to, if you're breastfeeding, you have to like wear clothes that open easily. And then if your stuff also doesn't fit you, it's just a bit like I want to get it. I think that's kind of how it starts off and is you want to get back into your old clothes. And if you can't, yeah. you just can yeah. feel a bit rubbish whereas actually focus on strength and whatever yeah I, I'm 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 most of the time able to focus on that yeah. um but occasionally you do have the odd thing that plunges you back into kind of oh you know maybe I shouldn't do you um consider yourself a body body posy babe definitely absolutely I'm a size 16 so comes with the territory and do you use any hashtags like that because it's becoming a new movement so body posy let's just explain for people that don't know body posy babes body positivity 
is what it stands for. Is that right? Mm -hmm. So it's people saying, um, I'm going to feel positive about my body and I don't mind that I'm not kind of classically, you know, slim or fit or whatever, but I'm, I'm embracing what I look like and I'm trying to visibly show everyone that it's okay. Is that how you would describe the movement? Maybe um, I've got it a bit wrong. I see it as I've always been this kind of size and I've always been tall and quite a broad girl. Even when I was born, my mom, I was like nine pound 10 as a baby. And my mom was like, yeah, you're a big girl. <laughs> and I just see it as this is me and this is normal. And there's a lot of other women, like, you know, the average size in the UK is the 14, 16. And it's, mm. these are, we're all just women. We have these bodies and it's not something that we need to change. Yeah. It's just, we haven't seen it before. Yeah. It's quite new. And I think with social media, we've been able to see more women that look like us. Whereas previously it's like the models in Vogue or on yeah. a catwalk. I think that's what I really love about it. I find the movement sometimes problematic and I'll explain why. And I find... The reason it makes I find it problematic is I find that it still um, it still very much focuses on what women look like, so it's still a kind of surface thing. However, but then then you have things like your marathon or people that do um, yoga um, to show off, like you don't need to be really like slim and fit to do yoga, for example. Um, I can't think of the account, but I'll put it on our show notes and in our newsletter. She's fantastic. She's American, I think. Um, so there are accounts where women are doing things, but there are some that are just like, this is what I look like. And it's still quite sort of feminine. And I think, are we trying to move away from like women always being objectified and bodies being important? But the way I kind of reconcile that is I think we need this. We need this visibility. We need to see diverse bodies. First of all, we don't live in a country where we have to cover up into like, you know, cover our bodies up. So that's great. I sort of embrace that freedom. But also let's, normalize different body shapes until we get to the point where it is much less important what women look like but I just don't think we're there yet Do you know yeah what I, mean? I know I completely agree with all of that and I think it's not only people of different sizes it's people that have disabilities it's yeah. people that have you know skin conditions and or people that aren't well that might have um you know different deformities and things and it's like being able to see that it's not a taboo anymore yeah and it's these people that have you know hundreds of followers hundreds of thousands of followers and you're like they're building these communities of people that are also maybe suffering from the same thing or just really really appreciate having the reality of that we all come in different you know packages I wish all this stuff had been around when I was younger because I think it's it's now it really is changing and that's one thing I feel really good about when I think about my sort of daughter's generation growing up and what they're gonna have um but I still like I never learned how to dive because basically I didn't want to stand on the side of the pool and have people looking at my legs so if I was doing a race I had to get into the pool have a push from the side and then everyone would go mm. and I think god it really has it really does it can hold you back Mm -hmm. So all of these accounts and stuff, I just think it's great. If you can find inspiration, you can find somebody who looks like you do. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it counteracts actually a lot of the imagery that we still see, unfortunately, in a lot of ads and things, which is yeah. not necessarily good. There's another hashtag. It's F your beauty standards, EFF. Mm -hmm. um, and I like to just scroll through that from time to time and see who's around doing oh, what and cool. just see things that isn't like the conventional Instagram accounts. It's just all these great people doing great things. Let's wrap up with some homework. Um, I think I would like our listeners this week to 
find a sport that they love and maybe look at, say, Cherry Healy also has a kind of move for fun hashtag where she really believes exactly in not that kind of sad exercise, but exercise, you know, sad exercise is sort of exercise that you do purely to lose weight or to burn off what you've just eaten. Um, find something that makes your heart sing and your body shake and we want to see rolls and sweat and it doesn't matter what you look like as you do it. And um, actually, this girl can has got a really good kind of find a sport section with some really unusual stuff and they have loads of stories as to kind of how to get around any kind of illness or um, disability or kind of any sort of uh, anything that will stop you from um, finding a sport or an exercise that you love so have a look at this girl can um, and the other thing I want to suggest people do is look up Bryony Gordon's book so she's written a book called Eat Drink Run we love Bryony um, Park Run that Anarchy mentioned, again, that is a brilliant initiative. It's 5K runs in parks all across the country. They may even do it abroad. I'm not actually sure. I think they do. And the fun thing is, actually, is even if you go on, like, I have friends who've been to stay in other towns and cities, and they're very sort of inclusive. So if you just rock up there, Mm. once you know where it is, um, you get a little armband. And that's the amazing thing is you don't have to pay anything for it. And they will send you, they'll email you your time. Um, and they'll even tell you what rank you came, so, you know, in your age group. And it's not about a competition, but it is quite nice sometimes to see that you're slowly getting a little bit faster. That's right. As Jada says, you can have a bit of progress up against yourself. Um, so, yeah, our one listener in, in Mexico can also do park run. But I love how it's free and I love how it's a community event, as we talked about. Mm, so you don't need my to spend mo- loads of money. My little moment of triumph. I think the first time I went, I ran alongside a guy who was 75, I think, or he might have been even older. And he was in a proper old school Adidas tracksuit, you know, the red, so like red with the white stripes. And it was quite a hot day. And he, I mean, I was literally running alongside him for the entire course. And it, I, I'm not a competitive person, but I just thought in the next few months, I will overtake you. And we had this kind of running competition. And every time we get towards the end, I just see this red Adidas tracksuit coming up behind me. <laughs> and, um, but I did beat him once. But still, it was just for me, it was like it wasn't even competing against other women. It was just like I need to have some benchmark that I'm... And doesn't it also make you think if at 75 this man's coming here every week and turning up, I can, I have to. (laughs) This man can and this woman can. He can. Yeah, exactly. We can. Should we do a can-can as well? We all can. This woman can-can. We're going to do a little boomerang now of the three of us, Baby Joe doing a can-can to put on our Instagram. So look out for it. I'm going to get my Lululemon leggings on and run home. (laughs) Hashtag Lululemon. Um, Jada, for people that want to find out what you're up to next, how will they find you? How will they keep in touch? They can find me at Jada Cesar on Instagram or on Twitter or on Facebook. And yeah, just send me a little DM, slide in. Wicked! We've been the Hotbed Collective. Uh, Tune in next week for episode six, Right Dirty Tea. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 